Hello, everyone. We're so glad that you're back. Join us on this podcast. It's been a whirlwind of a week. How are you doing, Grace? She just moved out. Yeah, I'm a little tired, (laughs) to say the least. But no, it's been good. It went really... Yeah, I literally moved out yesterday. You literally moved four blocks away. Yeah, if that... (laughs) No, not far. It was super smooth and good, but just all... It's been a... Like, I learned the amount of thoughts going through my head in the last, like, 24 hours and the amount of times I haven't had, like, a piece of paper or phone nearby to write it down. Like, it's just been interesting how many things pop in your head. You're like, oh, I need this. And it had, you haven't thought of that mm-hmm. yet, but you don't write it down. And later you're like, what was that essential thing I said that I needed? And you don't remember. So last night after everyone moved us all in, me and my roommate Annie where, like, I was just like, my phone needs to be by me because every time something pops in my head, I need to write it down, otherwise it disappears. So we had, I had the randomest things written down for our shopping trip this morning, and even today I'm like, write I was like, I'm writing a to-do list. She's like, that doesn't need to be done today. I was like, I know, but if I don't write it down now, I won't remember it for, like, four days, and it Uh does need to be done eventually. Like, it's just, yeah, it's funny how... It's the little thing. It's watching my brain, like, the way my brain thinks where I'm in the middle of a huge activity and then it's like, you need to do this. And I'm like, oh, I do need to. But then it forgets it immediately if I don't write it down. And it's, I just, the multitasking aspects of my brain are coming out. And it's like, just yeah. funny. It's all those so. things going on. But but so. you guys are doing well. You're settled. You slept. Your kitchen's put together. You have food. We finally have food. Yeah. <laughs> You're showering. We just did takeout for both, for our meals yesterday. So this morning we got up and did all our shopping. And had a, a slightly late lunch. And so by the end of our shopping trip, we were li- a little hangry, but it was okay. We were like, we need to go home now and eat all the food we just bought because we're tired. So yeah, it was kind of funny. But, but good for you. Yeah. So it's nice to have food and coffee and yeah, I just cut caffeinated again before coming over here. Oh, <laughs> but our happens. coffee bar looks pretty now. Like we have it's all It's going to be so nice. And yeah. Because they're going to be like the fun party girl house and it's yeah. gonna be cute so be cute. so any funny stories from the moving thing or anything else with all the oh, chaos was... and up and down and i don't need... yeah i can remember three times that i die laughing but i don't remember what was said <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um how's the wonky light going that we thought was it's really fine. good it's just yeah so we bought this light for my son that he ended up not using or wanting so we're like great and grace is like don't take it back you know don't return it i'll buy it off you later for when i move in like six months we're like okay cool so it's been in the box for that long and we put it together yesterday and, it and it's sand straight it's awful i feel so bad but it's in a corner and it provides decent light it does yeah so it's kind of like okay but just don't look too close and don't touch it yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of like oh Okay, so. And Sophie did sleep last night, though the night before, Grace's last night, she was so weepy, and she's had this cold, so she's just been more emotional anyway, Mm -hmm. but she was like, how, I said, if she doesn't move, she didn't want her to go. I'm like, if she doesn't move, though, then you can't have a sleepover. And she's like, well, how about we have five sleepovers? I'm like, well, we need to, you know. Let's let them move and we'll figure out, well, no, maybe how about six? And I go, how about one after Christmas and we'll decide that later? And she's like, well, no, because there's Grace and Ava and Sophie and Annie and you. 
okay, five sleepovers. Like, like the sleepovers were how many people were sleeping over. <laughs> it was so cute. And then I said, well, I thought it was just going to be a sister sleepover. Because isn't that you can have your sister sleepover? She's like, yeah, no, it's a girly sleepover because you said you were wanted to come. I was like, <laughs> and Annie will be there. And she's not a, it was so funny. She was just so cute on how she's like figuring it all out and that Gabe is home and gets to be here and she just loves having you guys around so it's been fun to see it through her eyes and her snark oh you should you missed her when we set up so Grace got this new desk and set it up and it actually has like LED lights that change so she's sitting there <laughs> leaning up almost like this hidden position on your bed like all sly and she had the remote and she's like not showing that she's switching it, but trying to see if anybody's watching her without <laughs> watching. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like in this weird like pose position and then they change and she kind of smirks like, <laughs> like, oh, it's me, but nobody knows it's me. And I'm like, you are hilarious. But it, it was distracted so her for so long. So I was like, please keep playing with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> she was just so, was enamored with, they can blink and they can change colors and I can change the colors and nobody realizes it's me because it's a remote control and I can be across the room. It was so... I was like, whatever, it's keeping you happy. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. So that is really funny. Anyway, she, so that was my funny stuff. She's just been She she's cracked a fun me up because she came in yesterday when you guys came after you picked her up from school and you stopped by to start start helping move. She comes in, Grace, can we have our sleepover tomorrow? And I was like <laughs> literally like moving things into my room. I was like, uh, we'll talk later. Like she's yeah. just like, I'm glad you're not upset, like and not like, don't leave. But but I was just like, no. We'll talk later. Like, yeah. that's not the priority. Not right now. Like, <laughs> like time, as I'm bringing boxes still... into the apartment. Yeah. She's as like, your bed sleep? is being assembled. Like, yeah. I was like, we'll, we'll chat about that later. Oh, but... my goodness. That's funny. So. And then she left. She's like, I don't want to leave. And I was like, well, if you don't leave, we can't have a sleepover. Well, I think we should have a sleepover in six days. And I was like, okay. okay. It's <laughs> like, we'll very precise. Like, yeah. It was just funny. So, I don't know. Where is she right now? Is she home? They're outside playing, which is okay. nice because it's been oddly warm here for December. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I think we're going to have a green Christmas. But I know. anyway, so how about in the midst of this all? Holy Spirit moments? I'm sure there's one. Let me think. You go first. <laughs> no, I just think it's been, so I've been keenly aware that this Advent you know, I have my moments, but overall it's been very smooth and peaceful. And I don't know. I think there's just this grace of not, I might've shared with that some last week for my Holy Spirit moment, but just like this, not this frantic hecticness. And I know for you, you're moving and that's Mm -hmm. not, might not be your experience, but I've been talking to a couple other people who, you know, that's not their experience. And so then I get caught up like, what am I missing? Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I overall pretty calm? You know, yeah, I've had some moments, but overall it's like things are just in order. And even if they're not, it's it's not getting to me mm-hmm. the way, I don't know, in the past. And I'm just kind of like, yep, yeah, this is just what's next. And this is just what we do. And it's been a huge gift. And besides that, though, I think the Holy Spirit part of it is that when I've caught myself almost looking and this kind of I think leads into some of what I'll say on our topic too but just that I don't need to go looking for chaos Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the Holy Spirit's been like no you need to see this as a gift and to acknowledge it as one it's Mm -hmm. just like yes I'm working in your life you need to be aware and that's something I've just been um 
convicted I need to do more of. And so I've been trying to be more conscious of that, of, okay, this is the Holy Spirit moving and I need to acknowledge that. And then it's okay to just arrest and receive it instead of, am I missing something? It should be more chaotic. Why are other people unpeaceful? Like that type of thing. Like we almost can't, I've been finding that we almost can't step back into receptivity and receiving because we think there should be something to be frantic about. And so we almost try to create that. I don't know if that's it. So we've been Mm -hmm. gently reminded, I think, by the Lord to be like, no, if you're feeling this way, then see this as a gift. And this is also teaching me that this is why we can always choose peace. Like, I don't have to choose the hustle and bustle and crazy. I can choose peace, even with a lot of things to do. Mm -hmm. And even with... A lot of changes, like not a regular routine. So anyway, that was kind of long extended, but that's been a nice little reprieve. Yeah. I'd say similar though, because as you're saying that, I'm like, "Mm, that's kind of how I felt like this week because I don't know. I think I've had a perspective. It was just, it was like a lot of intense studying up until about a week ago, but then I just kind of was seeing my calendar come together and not, I was like, yeah, I'm moving, but not a lot besides that going on. Like... There was a lot of Christmas concerts this last week, but I was actually really grateful they all fell in one week because one, I like going to them all, but two, I was like, there was something about like, let's just do this all now. And then after that, there's like nothing on the calendar and like, and they were all such peaceful concerts. Yeah. I felt like that really it didn't help with the season. Right. It was like, no, this is actually preparing. This is like intentionally what it's about. And it was just part of the process. I was so grateful for that. Because the yeah. first one, my little kids did nine lessons and carols. And then the second one was my high school kids. And I always love that. It's my favorite concert of the year. It's like a collage concert and it's all music. And it's not just like, they don't you know. pause for applause. You just play music right, for an hour. For an hour and not talking, not applause. And, a and it's not Rudolph. It's not all this. It's all like just instrumental or beautiful singing. And it's just where you can really just enter in and. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you. That was in one week, and it was, like, prayerful. It was done well, and it wasn't, like, hectic, and it was just yeah. wonderful. I loved it. But I think, like, in my mind, this whole time was going to be really slow and chill, and then it got a little more, like, picked up a little more. I was like, okay, I have some, like, a good amount of errands to run and a lot of packing to do, but I think because my picture of this whole month before my job starts was, like, it's going to be kind of slow. Like, there's been a perspective on the, like, more intense busy days of, like, Okay, but that's just today. Like, you know, like yesterday and today have been kind of chaotic unpacking and there was a few busy, like specifically busy days this past week, but not but not overly. And it was just kind of like, normally I would have been like, oh my gosh, everything's crazy. And it's like, no, this is just today. And I need to do this so that like I can be settled and then it'll be chill. Like, and yeah, there's gonna be a few busy days in between here and there, but that's just nor- like, there's just been like this overall perspective, I think just because I've been almost prepping myself unconsciously that this was just going to be a peaceful time that it's been like I have the perspective of like this moment of not maybe and I it what I shouldn't even say unpeacefulness because it's still kind of peaceful where I'm like oh this is just busy right now like I might not feel calm or like or maybe just like like what's not cal- like I still feel okay and at peace with the situation but where you're just like I'm a little more frantic a little more like attentive to all the details and everything that's going on and I don't I can't think of a good adjective for that where I'm like Maybe I don't feel super chill right now, but I know I will be in a little bit. And I just, I don't know. I've just had this, like, you kind of, like you said, like this perspective of like, this is just this moment. This isn't Mm -hmm. this whole time. And that's been nice because, yeah, it's just, I think I easily, 
normally would be a lot more stressed in these seasons when I'm moving. Like I, I think of all the other times I moved to and from school and it just doesn't, it feels like just pure chaos for like 48 hours. And then you go right into classes and it's just, yeah, I don't know. So it's been good. And then also same thing, cause then there's been some very empty days this past week. And it's like, my brain's almost like looking for something. And I've known this about myself for a while, like looking for something to worry about and like to work on. Like right. maybe not, wor- it, it, it turns into worry about because I feel, pr- I feel like when I'm working on something, I'm worried about what I'm working on. And so worrying all of a sudden feels productive, even though it's not. And so just really learning to just sit and be still this week when it's like, nope, all I have to do today is babysit and just be with kids. And my brain's like, well, I should probably do it. And I'm like, nope, actually that whole to-do list is done. Or you can't do it until this hap- this other thing occurs. So sure. there's nothing to do right now. And like kind of being like learning. One, it's a little uncomfortable to just like actually slow down when you're so used to just going. But also being grateful that I actually can, you know. I don't know. That was long. No, but I think <laughs> both of them, you know, go into our topic. So we can go into that. Ready? Do-do-do-do-do. How are we always in the same key when we do that? I don't know. That is actually kind of weird. I didn't even think about that. I'm so proud of that. That's I thought so of that fun. last time and I didn't say it. I oh, should have. That's so awesome. Right, so we're going to talk about letting it be done unto me and Mary's response. So we have so many beautiful feast days in December that lead mm-hmm. up to um, the feast of the solemnity of our, the nativity of our Lord and his birth and but, like, we've already celebrated, you know, St. Nicholas Day, you know, the Feast of St. Andrews right before Advent starts, mm-hmm. and St. Lucy and Our Lady of Guadalupe, and then in there we have, you know, the High Feast Day of the Immaculate Conception. And so my husband had talked with our family about the homily he heard at Mass on that holy day, and all about letting it be done unto me that Mary's response like we we believe that Mary was immaculate conceived so she was without sin so that she could house Jesus in the conception of Jesus and the angel comes to announce this to her and even prior to her saying let it be done unto me I love how I was listening to Sterling Jaquith and one of her things and she goes she did question but she questioned in faith. So it's good to know there's a humanness that we, even when we know we're supposed to say yes or feel prompted to say yes or have peace in saying yes, even if there's hesitate, there can be hesitation or questioning or wondering. And Mary asked, like, how can this be? And the angel says what, how the Holy Spirit is going to come upon her and overshadow her and then she just says, let it be done unto me. And then my husband shared how the priest in his homily was saying, she didn't say, okay, I'm going to do it. She didn't, like, she asked. She didn't say, like, yep, I can do this. She was saying, no, let it be done unto me. Putting herself in a spirit, in a place of receptivity. And it gave me a lot of clarity as he shared that about things that I've shared either with my clients or things I've learned in my own life and just this idea of trust and surrender is really being receptive and that's where freedom comes and we think so much that we have to know and we have to do and you know even myself lately I've been struggling with stuff in my life where I'm like I just don't know how to figure this out I can't 
solve this. I don't know what the answer is. And I've just been struck that the Lord's been like, that's not your role. Mm -hmm. Your role is to be faithful. And that means surrendering it to him and trusting in this whole leaning back that Grace and I have talked about so much. And it's what's leaning back is a receptive nature and like, okay, Lord, let me be the vessel. I'll be a conduit for the grace, but you do it unto me. And it's only through you that one, I'll find peace and not be restless, but it's only through you that this is accomplished. Like this isn't me. And we get to this point like, okay, God, it's I'm too tired today. Like you were saying, Grace, with moving. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's all you. Well, it's always God. And it's when we get to that point of let it be done unto me that he's like, okay, now I can work. Mm-hmm. Because now, because I love you so much that I've given you free will, that I'm not going to push in. I'm not going to break down your door. I'm not going to force my will upon you. Mm-hmm. Like we, to have that happen, we have to be in the spirit of receptivity and allowing it to be done and saying that and acknowledging that so that the Lord can step in and work. And then there's just so much freedom mm-hmm. because then we just can walk with the Lord and it's really putting down this idea that, okay, if I can just figure it out, if I just know how to solve it, then it will be fine. It's like, no, it's only in God can this happen. And so I think there's this, I don't know, for me, I think there's a scariness sometimes that like, does that mean like, I'm not saying sit back and do nothing, but I think there's that like where we like, okay, if it's calm, we go trying to seek the chaos because calm feels like, like even what you're saying, Grace, like, well, I should worry because then I'm doing nothing. And, and it's like, no, there, there is this whole thing of like, we need to rest in the Lord, which is actually a posture of letting him work and being ready to do what he asks us to do. Like, you know, just, I don't know. There's just so many little different things that I'm like, No, this isn't sitting back and just going, all right, wave your magic wand. It's this ready for when he's he's calling us and so that we can be listening and in a posture to respond, I guess, is what I'm getting at. I don't know. I just have a lot of different thoughts where I'm just, I I guess I go back to go, I think we make it too too complicated. Mm -hmm. We, We are trying to solve it ourselves and figure it all out. And God's just like, no, I'm waiting for you to just receive and then walk in the path that I put before you. Mm hmm instead of trying to figure out what that path is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah. I think I went through and I was thinking about all those episodes you talked about because I, I got behind on Sterling's episodes this weekend, so I, like, mass listened to, like, three when I was babysitting one day. So I was, like, saving those because I was like, those were also, like, I was thinking, I was like, those are my favorite ones this week and I need to re-listen because I did, I so I'm doing the Marian consecration, the 33 Days to Morning Glory right now, which... The two consecrations, the Merciful Love one that I did a month or so ago, and this one have just been, like, so perfectly timed with things in my life, which has just been really cool. Because I did, a number of years ago, like, my last year of high school or first year of college or something, um, my friend Gracie was at some conference or some Catholic event where they had they had a 33 consecration for teens and so I was like we're basically like we're like 17 18 like on that higher end but I was like okay I'll read through it and it was good and I I don't know if anyway so I, I read that for January 1st being my consecration date so I did the consecration a few years ago and I at least renew the prayer every year if I don't reread that if I didn't reread that book and I haven't read anything for the last few years but this year I, I was like, I'm going to get, the, like, the last a year or two ago, I was like, I need to just do the 33 Days to Morning Glory one. And so I've been reading that, which has just been really cool. I knew it would time out with most of Advent. 
um, when I started it. And it'll, it'll, it won't end quite on Christmas, but it'll still be Christmas season for January 1st. Anyways, so it's been cool listening to all these things because we had, we had the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, we had the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, who mm-hmm. is the patroness of the Americas, and the Immaculate Conception is the patroness of the United States. Um, so it's and been our cool. parish. And our parish. Well, immaculate Heart. But yeah, yeah, still Immaculate. And like, um, Anyways, there's just been all this Marian stuff, and Advent's a very Marian season in and of itself, but it is cool that we have two huge Marian feast days that always fall during Advent, mm-hmm. and, like, it's, so it's just been, I've loved this because I think, weirdly enough, Mary, I think, has been a more difficult topic for me where I know she's important, but it's been hard for me to find a personal way to connect with her, where it's like, oh, I know, I know she's important, I know it's good to have a relationship, but it's been hard to find a way to relate to her you know what I mean where it's like it was more like the personal relationship where you're like I know I care you care about me and I care about you and I love the rosary and I look and there and I am drawn to you but there's like it was almost like a there's like a click that wasn't in place and I've been thinking about that for a number of years like off and on and like interesting since, I would never think that with you, you yeah that but before. like I don't but you know the way I talk about Saint Therese it's not like the way I th- mm. where like where I feel like I have a very personal relationship with her where it's like I, I love Mary I love like who she is as a person like like more like role model but it's like I haven't found a, a relationship with her in the same way or there is something but it's like I feel like there's more and I don't know anyway so this book's just been good I really have loved Father Michael Gailey's book mm-hmm. and it's really good she's just like and then just all these like ways of especially like, I started this right as I was finishing my exam is when the when I had to start reading mm-hmm. it, going into this kind of, like, busy, but then not busy, random day season, and it's just very, like, been a surrender season. Like, it's just been, there's been so many, like, literal lessons in my life of just, like, be like Mary, and it's all of a sudden, like, clicked in my life where it's like, oh, this is how you did it. Like, that's easier said than done, but it's, like, finally, like, applicable to my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just finally... I don't, I can't quite put words to it, but I'm like, this is, I was like, this is what I was looking for. I was like, well, I finally cool, can, like, man. relate to you on a personal level, like, that I've been trying to figure out how to do for a while, and I think it's just the right time. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I was, t- I was thinking of that with all the podcasts. That was a whole tangent, but because um, I loved, too, what she said about what Sterling was saying about um, just surrendering and or not surrounding, but just the still questioning, but the ultimate thing you say in the end is like, okay, let your will be done to me. Sure. But that it was okay to just sit for a second and like ponder it and ask questions. And and almost like there's a lot of times I know like I'm going to say yes to something in the end, but I kind of, I sit with it for a second where I don't know. And it just, it was cool to be like, no, that's okay. And that's normal. And that's human. And that's not saying no, because it's like Mary's without sin. So if that was wrong, she wouldn't have done that because we know she was without sin so it's just been really cool to see her humanness come out and be like oh and that's still an like that's still a good thing to do I don't know I'm not very good with words right now (laughs) no I think I think that's good because that's what I always compare because I really remember struggling not I guess struggling to understand like get it and some of it I understand is coming down to translation because if you flip you know in Luke 2 and you go another chapter later to Luke I think it's Luke 3 when they're talking about Zachariah and he, and the way it's translated in most um, English translations is the same wording of like, how can this be when the angel says to him about Elizabeth and it's almost verbatim what Mary said, but everything I've read and looked up and researched on that is that Mary questioned in faith and wanting to know where Zachariah was doubting 
he didn't have the faith. Thus, he was rendered mute until John the Baptist was born. And that's just always struck me about it's okay to question, but we are called to believe that the Lord can do anything. You know, he's capable of all. And I liked how Sterling and her Catholic Mom Daily podcast was talking about that. And just like Grace and I have both been sharing of just, it's okay to ponder. It's okay to process. That's human. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a great example of, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to be. I trust that it can happen. And then there's a piece that'll say yes. And peace doesn't always mean calm. Mm-hmm. There's peace in the midst of the storm. We can have peace in the midst of suffering. We can be empathetic to those who are suffering and struggling and still be at peace and even have joy in our lives just from the fact that we know God is God mm-hmm. and we are not. And like you're saying with all these these feasts going on, because we just, we just celebrated St. John of the Cross just mm-hmm. a couple days ago on this uh, past Thursday. And he was all about redemptive suffering. And I think that just struck me with this whole advent, too, of this receptivity. And when it's in the midst of struggles and trials and in the midst of a season when the world is just screaming at us right now, buy this, sell this, do this, celebrate this, there is so much noise. And if we get caught up in that and it's not a time for you that's peaceful, then how do we sanctify that or if it is a time of peace that now that we come this redemptive suffering we might be struggling but it's like what are we yoking ourselves to mm-hmm. like mary's whole thing of let it be done unto me was yoking herself to christ and yoking herself to the cross mm-hmm. because a sword would pierce her heart and that's us of okay i'm just gonna yoke myself to christ because he's doing the lord's will and he's about his the work of his father and he's yoked to him and that, and then what is a yoke? It's being receptive. You're being moved. You're being molded. And um, so I just think it's neat how all of these, like you said, the Marian feast days and so many of these can lead up to the same idea of letting it be done unto us. And just being, I don't know, being open in a a way that we don't have to have it all figured out. I just keep going back to that. Mm-hmm. Like that isn't what brings about peace of like figuring out. I think so much we're like, oh, then I'll be able to be blah, blah. Then I'll, then, you know, when I have that, then, and it's no, it's not if, when, then. It's just, no, Lord, you're, you're still in control. Your plan is still greater than mine. And when I can go and let that go and have that, that surrender and just walk going, you love me so much that I don't have to know I just can walk because this is what's clear and it's the next right thing, the next holy thing. How do I love this person? How do I be humble here? How do I let go of the stubbornness? How do I just pray even when I'm hurting and choose peace even when it doesn't seem peaceful and calm? That's what the receptivity nature is and that's letting God's will be done unto us and us just moving in him. A lot of it's easier said than done. But just speaking that way and be reminded for me, I know, is like, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's where the peace lies. So help me to be that way, Lord. Help me to be receptive in that, you know, form of my daily life of not having to just get caught up in like, okay, now I got to figure this out. Now it's this. It's like, 
what's the next thing I can do here? Let's just do that first. Mm-hmm. And that, like how you were saying, like even with your lists, mm-hmm. it's like you can pause and you can add it to the to-do list, but then you just keep going on what's what's right in front of you and mm-hmm. doing that. You know, it's not letting you get sidetracked from what you're about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had like so many thoughts on what you said and then I got so zoned into what you said that I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> which is good because... That well, means you're listening, yeah, right? Which a lot of people are like, don't think about what you're going to say while... In, but I'm like, but then you actually don't know how to respond. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. It was some about the yoke. I love... So, I don't know. I feel like at this point I'm just talking about stuff I've read or listened to. So, I'm, I'm more reflecting on that. That's just kind of where my brain's at right now. But... One of the readings this week was um, Take My Yoke Upon You, mm-hmm. and um, just that short one from Matthew, and that was one of the things that Sterling's podcast reflected on. And But I loved what she said, because I think as much as I love that verse, I still would wrestle with it, because I was like, Lord, I'm trying, and why does everything still feel so heavy? Like you know, And it, it depends on the moment, but she worded it well where she was like, if you just have your, like, your, like, I don't know what she said, like, have your eyes on him, or just the perspective of, like, he's God, and so everything works out, nothing feels as heavy anymore. Mm, like, everything right. feels like, and it was more just, like, what does it mean to take on his yoke? It just means to have perspective. And when you have the perspective, nothing is really heavy anymore. And, like, that finally clicked in a way of where I'm, like, I love the idea of, like, all right, take, you know, your yoke is easy, your burden is light, cool, like, and I desired that, and it made sense, but then it's, like, so how does, why does everything still not feel easy? Like, and it was just, like, oh, that's right, when I... And that's, I think I've said that in here before. I'm like, I think our biggest work as Christians is to just be still. And right. that's where our energy needs to focus is to just be still, still and just surrender. Because when we try and do our own things, that's when everything feels heavy and that's when things fall apart. And it is a lot of energy. Like surrendering is not just like, you know, sitting on the floor and just letting things happen to you. Like, you know, it's still an action, but it's a very like simple, still action. And like, and I've thought of that too, especially with the podcast lately where I'm like, I just don't know what to say anymore because I feel like, like I was, I was not in a bad way comparing myself to like last year of there was just so many fruits of different things that I was taking in and I had so many different things to talk about and that was good. And I was like, but since like graduation, like the consistent message that's just been in my life has just been like, basically like simplicity, surrender, do less, be still, like all these S words. But I was like... But that's, like, the hardest stuff to do, and that's honestly all I've been able to take in because of just the rhythm of my life right now. It's, like, I can't focus on different fruits, but I'm, like, I think that's the only fruit we need to work on in certain ways is just being still, just surrendering, because that's when everything becomes easy is when you have that perspective. And But because of that, I'm, like, that's the only thing that's been popping in my life. It's harder to find things to talk about sometimes on here, at least for me. Like, Mm -hmm. it's more, it's been, like, that's all I have to say, because I think that's all we need to do. And now, like... <laughs> right, but I of... think that goes back to the whole thing, theme we've always said, is, like, making the extraordinary... Like, we're making the ordinary extraordinary. Like, where are you finding in that ordinary life? And I love how you, you even said, like, surrendering isn't doing nothing and laying on your back and just letting it all happen. Mm-hmm. But it is this quiet, almost... I don't... It's I, like this focused energy. Yeah. Like you're focusing yeah. in one area and, like, there's so many distractions you could possibly do and, like, the, your biggest work is just focusing, like, which takes a lot of energy, but there's not a lot of, like, physical action that happens, like, 
I don't know. Right. And I think that's why this season can be hard, like I said, with all the noise and we can get caught up or sidetracked or distracted. I love how I'm finishing up the catechism in the year and it's just been striking me about prayer and Father Mike talking about how distraction in prayer is normal. Mm -hmm. It happens. It's to be expected in a lot of ways. And, And first, yeah, we have to examine if there's, if we're not hearing the Lord and in the times of dryness like are there blockages and we have to address those but then also to know that we're human and the enemy works against our desire to pray and so when we sit down to pray and those distractions come up oh my gosh I I I can't tell you how many times it's like oh I should send this email oh I need Mm -hmm. to respond to that and I'm like whoa Mm -hmm. all I did was sit down to be quiet and my mind races and what a challenge that is to go no I'm not going to do that right now. Like you're saying, the, that focused surrender of like, no, I'm just going to be focused on, I just, this is the time I've set aside to pray. Mm-hmm. And yes, those things will still be there when I'm done praying. And then I can do them, you know, because this is more important because this is where that relationship is formed. This is where the love is given. And I love so much how he talks about and I've just been convicted about it's not just checking the box. It's like, are am I praying those words? Am I actually seeking relationship mm-hmm. and going deeper? And in a way of, of like you said, calming that silence and that that surrender. And when when there's all those distractions and all other things calling us, we do we get shifted, and that's where we have to just go back and go, okay, am I carving out? that time to just be quiet so that I can actually hear God. Because if we're trying to hear God among the noise and we're not taking time out, we're not going to hear that. And so where, where am I giving the Lord, where am I, you know, being receptive to the Lord to give him time to actually speak to me? And, um, that's just been something I've been convicted about. Like, am I just sitting and going through the motions and go, yep, I checked that box, that five or 10 minutes of of prayer, but did I really quiet myself to listen and to be contemplative and so that I can respond like we're saying of Mary, of having it be done onto me so then I can move forward in action and make this life extraordinary in the small things that just seems very ordinary. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're saying with all those S's of like, you know, silence and surrender and being still and all Mm -hmm. it's so, yeah, just simple. They're simple steps and they're simple things. And we need, we're just called to be simple. Yeah, exactly. That's been like the mantra I've been hearing and everything is like, just be simple. Like you don't need to do more. Just be simple. Simply do what's in front of you. Like simplify, Mm -hmm. simplify, simplify. I don't know. Yeah. And I just think that's... But that doesn't mean that it's nothing, no. and it doesn't mean that you just, it just is like you have don't do like yeah. you don't do anything. It's I think the that's focused where, energy on what's right. most important. Right, I like that. Yeah, that focused energy that still takes action. It, it goes back to what we said of like waiting isn't passive. Passive. It's not a passive status. It's it's like no, it's an active status, and it's, that's with surrender. That's with simplicity. That we are being mindful of what we're choosing and what we're not choosing, mm-hmm. and how do we make sure we're I don't know just doing those things. And and it's okay to slow down. It's okay to be quiet. It's okay to recognize what we're choosing and not choosing. So in order to be able to hear the Lord and let it be done unto us. Mm-hmm. I thought I had one more thought, but it was kind of a funny one. 
I like your funny thoughts, though. I know. Those are what good are things. things. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when you were sa- you were talking about distraction and prayer and things just popping in your head. But then I thought kind of of, like, another thing that Sterling said this week where she's like, what do you think that, like, the Holy Spirit does? Like, when you're in the grocery line and you're like, oh, I have to take the kids, you know, sign up for the dentist for the kids or whatever. But I was thinking <laughs> that. I was like, that happened so often in my life where at the right moment, the thing that I forgot about pops in my head and then I remember to write it down right then or whatever. And I was like, that's so true, that happens, and that's so the Holy Spirit. And she was, like, she was using it as an example of, like, that's the Holy Spirit working in your life when you think of things at just the right moment. Anyways, but I have noticed that trend before she said that, and I just laughed at it. She said it, and I was like, I kind of have started thinking of, like, the Holy Spirit. Every once in a while, I'm like, you're my best secretary. <laughs> Not in a, like, derogatory way, because that sometimes that's, like, you know, it sounds like a lesser position or whatever, whatever but I'm like honestly when it's like you need someone to remind you at just the right time like you gotta do this or you gotta do that and I'm like you're just the best secretary man and every once in a while when I like go to bed and I like don't have my phone on me anymore or whatever and I think of something right before bed I'm just I'll just be like Jesus if this is important enough remind me in the morning and every time it's important enough like I remember it the next day like it just pops in my head and I was like this is the best like office system ever like yeah. it always just comes back when you need it like I don't know so that's, that's awesome silly and but I was like I don't know like there's just and because I've seen that enough I like I trust that when I say that prayer that he's gonna come through if it's yeah important but I'm just like it's like oh you know no one can be a better secretary than the holy spirit like it's that's just, awesome but, <laughs> but I think that's a good way to think of it I think that goes back to what I was saying in the beginning is I've just been convicted to recognize those moments and just be like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I recognize you and I want to give that gratitude here and not just go, oh, that was nice that that happened. Isn't that cool? It happened. It's like, no, that was the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That was, they were watching out for me. Mm -hmm. You know, that team's on my side and I see that. And so I want to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. You know, just like acknowledging any other friend, like, thanks for thinking of me. Thanks for doing that. That was really kind. Mm -hmm. And I think so easily we we just dismiss it Mm -hmm. and 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 this goes back to what father mike was saying too like we're we're not concerned if our glory and praise and gratitude is heard by the lord Mm -hmm. but man are we concerned when we are you know begging for answered prayer and then it's not answered the right way and we're like why didn't you hear me god and how dare us go what do you mean? Why didn't I hear you? Mm-hmm. Like one, to second guess that we're not heard by God, but two, that it matters now, but we weren't concerned if our praise and Thanksgiving heard. And mm-hmm. I, I, that just really struck me that who am I to, to think that really, if you're honest with yourself, that you know better mm-hmm. than the Lord, that you should be answering it this way, or you should be figuring it out so that I can be peaceful. And it, I, I just have been pouring that book into my life of that means I need to be recognizing the Holy Spirit and actually acknowledging it in the small things because it makes such a difference in mm-hmm. our brain to see that and go, yeah, the Holy Spirit is just working in reminding me about it in the morning or when I'm in the checkout mm-hmm. lane or whatever it is to be like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so it's just those reminders and it helps us slow down and be intentional um, and and sanctify our moments throughout our day. So, yeah. Anyway, so keep going on and being receptive and let it be done unto us. Amen. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Yeah. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye.